Okay, so this year has been an exceedingly difficult time for us all. The coronavirus has hit us like a freight train and disrupted the world pretty much overnight. It has exposed a lot of the inequities that many of us are pretty much aware of, but try to ignore. Particularly those that plague people of color more than others. By others, I mean white people. The numbers speak for themselves, really. Uh, black communities make up about 16% of the population. I would say 13 to 16%. And over 40% of the coronavirus cases in most large affected areas. That's really the data speaking for itself. The opportunities for improvement often don't come over the train tracks. And by train tracks, I mean just really the train tracks for, for, most, uh, for most communities. And that's not really a metaphor. That's uh, really being quite literal with it. Uh, when you look at what's going on in the augmented reality, the virtual reality, mixed reality space, pretty much XR, uh, you see a lot of opportunities for growth, especially now. Uh, there's potential in healthcare, in manufacturing, in education, etc. Consumer products are telling on the, on that end. It's mainly business to business solutions, but there's opportunities. The coronavirus, in many ways, has showed us the usefulness of XR in an age where social distancing is really a new norm. You don't need to invest in expensive training equipment or training locations if you know how to utilize AR, MR, VR, and XR. You can be more efficient in your training because of it as well. It can create more immersive learning experiences even when classes are online because labs are putting people at risk. The list can go on and on, quite frankly. When I look at the development scene, I see that there are hurdles to access. You don't need to be a coder, but you do need money to purchase the devices you're developing on because they are device specific in some cases. HoloLens, Magic Leap, they cost over $2,000. There is a financial hurdle. Often black people do not have the support to participate if participation is predicated on this whole pay for play model. There lies the disparity when we look at things objectively rather than subjectively. Objectivity is problematic when black developers have an interest and desire but little support. There are black creators making amazing stuff with very few resources or guidance because they have passion and dedication. But it can only go so far if they don't have the support that others would have if they were in the same situation. Needing to be twice as good to get half as far rings very clear in every black man and woman, especially in the creative and the tech space. Specifically for black women in tech because they must overcome the fact that they are women in tech as well. Black people need support to participate in the space and often, black people need a kick in the butt in the right direction to channel their effort in the space that is the most profitable and the most opportunistic. I say this because black people are notorious for their creative potential, and I see the applications for any black photographer, illustrator, videographer, singer, and dancer to enhance their work and increase their financial stability with augmented reality in particular, but in a bigger picture, just XR, creating XR experiences. A real-world example is a singer that does photography or video, 
can use augmented reality to enhance her work by taking a photo she took, using it as an image target and overlaying video and music when the image target is recognized, she can put an app on the app store and sell the photos as augmented reality prints. And now she is an artist in the tech sector, but she has an app. This changes the game for black creators to control their creativity instead of being taken advantage of by these organizations and platforms that do not care about black creators, just their creativity. And I, you know, quite frankly, it's like TikTok, it's Facebook, it's YouTube, it's Instagram, people, uh, Fortnite, uh, you could go down the list, honestly. And so Blackout Tuesday, hashtag Blackout Tuesday, it, it came and went. And the most startling thing was I noticed how silent new technologies, unreal technologies, and quite frankly, the whole industry of extended reality was. In fact, you post something on one of the message boards and people are quick to respond with, don't bring politics into here. I'm just like, really? Are we talking about politics when we say black people should not be killed by police disproportionately? Are we really talking politics when we're outraged that black people are murdered on video and people are silent and there's no accountability by the police departments to bring swift justice. This is not about politics. It's about whiteness, especially because white people are responding with, I'm not saying black lives matter, that is racist, all lives matter. Or they're quick to point out that it is wrong to ride or loot, but have said literally nothing about the situations that led to the riots and looting. This is not about businesses trying to survive. It's not about politics. If it was, the spike in unemployment due to these very same businesses being looted, laying off and firing people would have caused the same amount of vitriol. It is a deflection to avoid the true issue. And that issue is inequity of opportunities towards the pursuit of happiness. It is a hindrance of the American dream. Now there are allies. I see that and I acknowledge that. Over the past few days, I've been invited into XR communities with open arms and as a black person in the tech space, you have no idea how that makes me feel. Just feeling accepted without needing to hide or downplay my blackness is, is really a relief. Uh, and I could honestly say that. I think that experience is often brushed over and not really explored as much. For black people in tech, they worry about why they are not included in as much as they should be, really, in conversations, in job opportunities, in promotions, etc. And whether it is because they're black. They really ask themselves, like, if I was white, would I have a different experience? And I, I honestly think about that a lot, especially because I'm in the tech, I'm in the arts, and I'm pursuing medicine. And so I saw a tweet that was really telling, and it's by at bookandcrannies underscore. And they said, can you imagine? Are you framed from putting black owned in my bio for years in fear of losing out on potential white customers? Well, I am indeed black, and this is my store. And I'll be screaming it from the mountaintops. Moving forward. 
It's like five years from now, when the XR industry is booming, we're going to be seeing studies on diversity and wonder where the black people are at. With the billions of dollars the industry will be worth, supposedly, we'll wonder why black people are not getting their fair share of the pie. We talk about equity and inclusion, but we never elaborate on what that actually means. Black people make up 13% of the population, 16% of the population, however you want to shake it. If things were equal, black people would have the same market share as white, Hispanic, Asian, and indigenous people. That's not really equity, though. Equity is saying that black people make up 13% of the population and should represent 13% of the market share. 13% of the income and profits and 13% of the workforce. Until we reach that reality, I guess I'll just continue to ask, where's the black people? And so if you like this, support your boy. If not, you know, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you're interested in learning more about augmented reality, you can check out my free course. It's on Gumroad, focuses on art, tech, and activism in augmented reality. And it really is an intro course that teaches you how to make an AR app without code. And so check out my other projects, check out everything else that you see, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Deuces.